We're off to Hobsick to hear more from Mrs. Disco standing in for Bernard on the Sir Bernard Moore Show with Adventures in Love and Space, Part 2. <laughs> Disco, you're listening to the Suburban Moor Show, and for the second week on the trot, guess what? He ain't here. He is abroad with his mother at the villa for the villa holiday, and I have received a thin postcard from them. On the front is a picture of Suburban Moor with an inflated rubber fish, and there is a caption in the most appalling handwriting imaginable, having a whale of a time. Well, strictly speaking, whales are not fish, and the inflated thing that he's holding is a fish, so it ain't a whale. The joke don't work. And on the back of the postcard it says, Mrs Disco, why were you not judging jam at Wing Mob Show last week? I had a telephone call. They had to judge it themselves. Are you ill? I'm having a whale of a time, and so is Ma. See ya, Bernie M. Well, Bernie M is, of course, Sir Bernard Moore, and if he is listening to this, no, I am not ill, and I did not judge homemade jam at Wink Mob Show because I ate them things. I'd rather be stuck inside ironing. In fact, I'd rather be doing the, the ironing of somebody else. I'd rather be doing the ironing of my foe. And my foe is, as you may know, Wendy, and this is because of parking and what her son did but says he didn't do, even though I saw him doing it, and that did it. I'm done with Wendy. She can do one. Now, if you wasn't listening last week, you won't know nothing about whom I had in the front room speaking with me. It was Adam Fairbrother, a 29-year-old carpet shampooist. Is that the term? Shampooer. Sham- shampooificationer. But shampooificationisation of carpets is not what we was on about last week, was it, Adam? No, it weren't. No, it weren't. What we had on was the A-side of a new LP, Susie and Clunkus, Adventures in Love and Space, which is your pop band who you sing with. Promiser, that's right, isn't it? Yes, and besides me there is two more others, Carlton Polton, who does mainly synths and some beats... Noel Mealing, who does mainly beats and some synths, and together they mainly do all the music and no singing, and I do all the singing and no music. Oh, don't, don't you play a musical instrument? I always wanted to play the flute, but it is a dream that has remained unrealised. Well, perhaps you could have a few lessons on one and see how you take to it. I did buy a second-hand flute off a woman in a pub and went for a lesson to become acquainted with the rudiments and theory of music and mastering the flautist's technique, but the man told me I had pudgy hands. Pudgy hands? If you've got pudgy hands, they scoop your chances on the flute. This is what I was told anyway. So did you get rid of it then? I gave it to an optimistic-looking kid in the park, but that landed me in bother. What, didn't his or her mother like it? No, the flute was gratefully accepted by the innocent-looking kid, but a not-so-innocent-looking kid nicked it and beat someone up with it and then wanged it at an electricity substation and blacked out 400 homes. The cops found my name on the flute on a little sticker and I was thoroughly told off for an entire afternoon by three cops. One with a beard, one with a moustache, and one with neither beard nor moustache. All right. Now, when you all have a band practice, how do you get it going? What brings a song together? Imagine these song lyrics. And they are all stood about like party goers with no party to go to. And around the corner comes this massive bus, and Noel Mealing and Carlton Poulton have sorted a timetable out, but there is no one on it yet. Then all the passengers, which is the lyrics, they get, um, get, they, get, get, they, they get on board the bus, which is the music. Bam! The handbrake comes off. Give it some revs. Uh, intro. Up into second gear. Uh, it is first verse. Uh, up into third. It's the chorus, isn't it? Uh, back down into second. Uh, another verse. Bam! Up into mid late. Uh, we are in overdrive. Final chorus. Do we stick in overdrive or drop back to third? It depends if they have sufficient diesel. 
and the passengers get off and the bus goes back to the depot, which is in factual act, Carlton's mum's loft, and Carlton and Noel get some cans in and sit up all night getting us another memorable bus trip sorted. Blimey, and that's how it is with every song, like? Ah, uh, uh, that's a really good song. Not so amazing a song, more like a bin lorry. Or a moped going round delivering lukewarm meals in foil trays. Ooh, ooh, that doesn't sound like a very appealing song at all. Right, last week we heard the A side, so this week I'm playing the B side. Great. And next week I'm going to the C side. Great. Crab Scout Bay, near Supon Seat. Have you ever heard of it or been there? No. No, me neither. So we'll have to see. The sun is out. The brick is off. Let's have a bit of music. This is Promiser with Judge Rod Bennett and it features Ethel Posman of Ethel Posman and the Posmanors. Now, Susie and Clunkus are in a wood. They get arrested and this next tune finds them in court. They are to face the circumstances of their reckless misdemeanours. OK, yeah, hold on. Fantastic. Pint of British Andy, check. Have sandwiches, check. Licorice roll-ups, check. Great big massive iron rod for judging. Check. Silence in court. Silence, please, now. Come on, shut up. Silence. Except for band, obviously. I don't sit on the wire, snorting down from the like ground. With a tear away, me sell you know, a stool and hundred pound. In prison I found out so much and this is what I found. Crime is rubbish. If something is deplorable, I deplore it. And should it be condemnable, I'll condemn it. I judge with a rod of iron, I do I'm Judge Rod Bennett. If something is contemptible, I'll hail it in contempt. Her taunts it be prohibited, I prohibit it. I judge with a rod of iron, I do I'm Judge Rod Bennett. Right. You two reckon it's fine to pinch an axe back. A good joy riding and I did in a wood. Well, I've got news for you, so I've got news I have for you. You'll pay for what you've done till you've made good. If something's unspeakable, I won't say it. I know the law I'm shot and out of get. I judge with a rod of iron, I do, I'm Judge Rod Bennett. Summer must be overruled, fair enough, I'll overrule it. Alternatively upheld, I will uphold it. I judge with a rod of iron, I do, I'm Judge Rod Bennett. Now... When I bang my iron rod, I've passed sentence. And what that means is, as what I've just said, then that's it. And convicted, up to prison, bit repentance. For life, for decades, months, or just a bit. If you're afraid of prison, think a minute. Shouldn't have broke the law, rubbish, innit? I judge with a rod of iron, I do, I'm Judge Rod Bennett. 
Clunkus, real name Adam Fairbrother. And Susan Chainsaw, your partner in crime. Like they say, five does no one and six at t'other. Let's call it twelve months apiece, yes, saving time. Blanchard, Benny, Ty and Rod went a year in jail beckons. That moment I knew what it meant, 31,536,000 seconds. Susie went to the woman's prison, I went to the men's. We won't get a chance to see one another till we see one another again. However well you keep in jail with nobody to shave you. Susie, do not fear, I'll grow a beard and get out early on good behavior. But I did not. I did grow a beard, though. But I had to do the full 12 months like Judge Bennett said, and so did Susie. Oh, yeah. Take care, my lumpling. Farewell, my little scrubbing brush. Who wants a roll-up? What does she call you, my little scrubbing brush? Yes. And you called her what, dampling? Lumpling. Lumpling? Was she a bit lumpy? No, actually, Suzanne was thin, stick-thin, and almost insectesque in movement and poise. All right. Um... Judge Rod Bennett, you had Ethel Posman to sing his part. How was that then? Because I've heard Mrs Posman have the... How best to say it? The easiest person to work with or even do anything with. Did she have any trouble being asked to sing a bloke's part? No, we never gave it much thought. I don't think, thinking about it, Noel and Carlton and I all unanimously said, like in stereo, that the judge needed to come across as someone whom one would not muck about. And Ethel Posman was at the, nearly the top of that list. There was others, such as Uncle Patch, Whitwick, but as menacing and uncouth as he is, we didn't bother asking him to sing because he's always so busy on the allotment. Well, yeah, and also he ain't a singer, is he? He can't sing. I can't even tell what he's saying half of the time. So was Ethel Posman fun to work with? Yeah, eventually, once we'd sorted out a few bits and bobs, you know. Bits and bobs, such as what? Um, Well, firstly, she did not want to record where we normally record, which is up in the loft at Carlton's mum's house. This was partly because she did not want to climb an aluminium ladder, and mainly because there is a long-running, ongoing, unresolvable disagreement between Ethel Posman and Carlton's mum, Betty, over how much water does tomato plants need. So we recorded live at the community centre. Oh, right. It's nice in there, isn't it? Yeah, they've done it up. They have. They've done it up, yeah. And it had a good sound, and tea, and coffee-making facilities, but there were other things happening there all through the week. Beavers happens there. Also boiled egg painting and a group who form chairs in a crescent and discuss what's up with them and then watch a video. All of that was fine with the band and we were not going to be rude to them, but all of that was not fine with Ethel Posman because she was rude to them and that was because they, some of them had been to school with her and there was a lifetime of built-up ongoing unresolvable disagreements. I heard she smashed a teapot. But not onto a man's face. And no one was threatened with a sawn-off shot. Wasn't everyone made to leave and then locked out? They did all leave, but no one was pushed through a window into the car park and neither did they require 31 stitches and nobody was hit with a pedal bin until they stopped moving. Ah, well, that's nice to hear. Now, Now, this next tune is what I reckon is the most tenderest song on the record. Commitment Ship. It features Nick Pinch. Oh, yes! How is Nick? I keep asking him to send me something to listen to, but he never does. Him in his band. Yeah, they're struggling to find a good drummer, also a bass player and a guitarist. At the minute, it's just a keyboard player called Roger, who has not got a keyboard, and Nick is singing down a microphone he found in a drain. 
Well, I wish them all the very best. This is Promiser with Nick Pinch and Diane Bird there, and the song is called Commitment Ship. Soothing now that we're no longer convicts I've a little something on my mind Every day in jail I practiced what I want to say to you But still them words is easy to find On me be blended I present you with this ring The traditionally recognized symbol of affection and I sincerely hope as it fits your finger And don't go green and give you an infection Engagement, you'd best not be joking, you threat I believe it is time for commitment With you as the man and I the wife Yes, for the duration of your or my life I hope you will not think twice Cause I think the idea is quite nice Ah, oh, Shane's mayor Barry split up with Cecilia It just been released, situation like we have here They've been together since they was kids But talk of commitment shit, well, well, we're out I don't care about your Shane's mate Barry I'm talking about us getting married Formal clothing in that register office place The bride gets given flowers The groom gets off his face Your friends, your family, mine as well Sat round watching each other eat this meal We can have beef and peaches Brandy and speeches In a massive hot tent up a field Up a field? Commitmentship is an actual thing, despite what the dictionary may say. I know it's gotta be this way. Tomorrow and the following day and every day. Commitmentship means you do as you're told. No tripping off to pub leaving me sat at home. You're not a little babby and I'm not your mum. And when I'm over ill, you'll still be under thumb. Stub the grand clank clean ship, daytime lowering it. Prepare to set a sail in my commitment ship Or rather as because it is a two-way street A bit like when two bin lorries drive past each other should they meet Yes We've got to go the same way Like two clouds flow the same way Like ice cream. However, if you do like ice cream, I like minty chocolate chips ice cream. And that is my favorite ice cream. You go ahead. No, no, I mean it. I haven't. I don't. Please, let's not fall out. No, no, no. Commitment is an actual thing, despite what the dictionary may say. I know it's gotta be this way. 
Tomorrow and the following day and every day. Commitment shape me if you do as you told. No trip enough to publish with me sat at home. You know, little Bobby, and I'm not your mum. And when I'm over ill, you'll still be under film. <laughs>
and a song Has made me make a stew Me and mum's made your old curtains And looming up the foil and toilet rails Tapes and plates obscure the face with peeping hair I can't wait to get dressed as dinosaurs Cause I always feel great dressed as dinosaurs We'll prance down the street with people watching us See who are they and why is it until this day, Herman Hopkins, my life truly was a dumpling. We danced, the bomb played, I got my end away, there's no more that words can say. Town dressed as dinosaurs, pointed hats and tails and gloves that look like cars. We've been man and wife since twenty-five past five. Sound the knees up and get on the sauce. Susie, I don't know if I can drink much more. Randy Holtz convinces that we're dinosaurs. I did for a bit, but now I'm not so sure. Whose car is this? Looks just like dinosaurs. Tonight you and I are dressed as dinosaurs. I've hung away the hatchback just for fun of gas. Speed down the highway, breaking traffic laws. Husband and wife living the life dressed as dinosaurs. Until this day, I'm on top my life Troller Felt that Dumpened We danced The barn made I got My end away There's no more That words can say The imagination Runs away The imagination
But... The pair of you going drinking, looking like dinosaurs, is that the inspiration? No, I wrote that the words for that while trapped in airport toilets. Oh, where were you flying to? Nowhere. I was cleaning the toilets. It was my first day and no one had thought to inform me of what to do if there is a severe blizzard and the plane does not take flight or land. Why? What does happen? Well, everybody stops at home. But I had found determination to get to work because it was my first day and I intended to leave a firm impression in the toilets. How long were you trapped in there? At the time, it felt like a year. Oh, blimey. No, it wasn't, though. It seemed longer than it actual wasly, wasly, wasly in reality because there was no windows and fluorescent stalks lit the toilets day or night. So I lost any sense of time. It was horrifying. So time just slid away. You were rescued eventually after how long? Six hours. It was almost the end of my shift. And I wasn't actually rescued. I just discovered I'd been trying to open the door the wrong way. But you had to walk back home through a blizzard, through thick snow. Yeah, well, sleet. It had turned to sleet. Rain. In fact, by the time I got home, all the snow was melted and we had a barbecue. Oh, how lovely. We have come to the end. One more song and that's it. You've been listening to the Suburban Moore Show with me, Mrs Disco, featuring Adam Fairbrother and the new album by Promiser, Susie and Clunkus, Adventures in Love and Space, with music by Noel Meeling and Carlton Poulton, and guest singers Diane Birddare, Walter Hall, Wallace Ethel Posman and Nick Pinch. Until I get chance again, the brick goes back on. This is Promiser with Honeymoon Landing. It is truly out of this world. It is, and it's true, it really happened. To Susie, yes. I fell asleep in the car, and when I awoke, she was gone. <sighs> it's so sad to hear that, but in the song, you make it a more happier ending. Yeah, even if life doesn't always work out the way you would expect it to, at least in a song, you can make bits up and pretend everything is okay. That's true. Well, thank you for sitting here talking to me. Thank you, I have had a great time. Cheerio, everyone. This is Promiser with Honeymoon Landing. The drunken, sleepy dinosaurs no good behind a wheel. What we need is a B&B with inclusive evening meal. Hey, do you see same as I can see? A glowing glaze in front. What? Behind them trees, the spinning lights. Must be a restaurant. Safely park the hatchback on its roof in this ditch. Clouds of insects swarmed on me as I stumbled after Susie in pitch darkness. Except for the glowing glaze. Tea We'll see what the menu says. Insects. Vinibling at you, yes. Restaurant. What folds likes anyone's guess? Very futuristic looking for us. Shiny. Shiny, oh gosh, it's busy. Welcome. Like a table for two. We're on a honeymoon. Isn't it nice? Do you take checks? Absolutely. I must apologise. You see all these insects. Oh dear. My husband's clothes. You've got one on your nose, young man. You've got one on your nose. I've never had soap like this. About my centipede. They're all in fancy dress. He is a friend to me. Silver overalls and no hair. He'd like a cup of tea. Oh, I feel like I'm floating on air. Why do you query me? Look outside. Look outside. About my bumbling bee. We're in flight. 
We're flat. He is a friend to me. The restaurant's gone to space. He'd like some chips and peas. May I see the puddings menu, please? Our speciality today is minty chocolate chips iced cream. We've almost reached our destination. If you look to your left through the window, you'll see. Great big ginormous round yellow balloon. Susie, it's, 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 it's the moon. Hey, it is, isn't it? Not much chance of cops finding us here, is there? No, the int. Brandy? Oh, please. Brandy on the moon. Rest of the dinosaurs as well. Cheers, my wobbling. Cheers, my little scrubbing brush. get into some scrapes you've been listening to adventures in love and space part two an episode of the suburban moor show hosted in his absence by mrs disco it were an independently made program created produced directed recorded and edited by the dethic brothers written by jim dethic who featured in it as mrs disco adam clunkers fairbrother diane birdare Ethel Bosman, Nick Pinch and Carlton Bolton as the voice of the alien waiter. Featuring music by Joseph Dethick and lyrics by Jim, produced and mastered by a pair of them. Now, next time, Sir Bernard Moore returns from his holidays with an intestinal parasite. Awake. Uncle Elliot chases a pheasant and tipples in nettles, and Nick Pinch meets Rabbit Boy Rabbitfield, a Texas country blues musician who cut his UK to a short when he decided to settle in the area in 1960, marry a local lass, and establish his own haulage firm. Till then, ta-da, and take care.